Welcome to the Brie Bowl Podcast, where Brianna encourages women to be confident in exactly who they are, no matter their season of life. A place to have your cup filled, because after all, you can't pour from an empty cup. If you could use some inspiring words of encouragement or some insight into motherhood and or marriage, this is your place. Throw out the judgment and welcome the laughs because Brianna is just a girl following a calling and learning as she goes. Join the COO of her household, wife, and mother as she shares her heart. And now, your host, Brianna Prickett. I have tried to record the beginning of this podcast a few times and I find myself just getting kind of nervous. I don't really know why. Um, For a little context, Matt and I came to the Weston Stonebriar in Dallas for a little weekend away to celebrate his 30th birthday um, and with some other friends who have birthdays too. And so I am literally sitting in my hotel room by myself like looking out my beautiful little balcony and recording this podcast so there's literally nothing to be nervous about but I'm still nervous I don't know what it is um but we have had so much fun just getting away a little bit um to celebrate and just kind of focus on each other I think it's so important to have that time with your spouse. Uh, Yesterday when we were on our way here, we stopped at Bucky's and Matt and I were like holding hands in the parking lot and I was just like, wow, when's the last time this happened? Because we always have Camden, our toddler, with us and we, someone's carrying her, someone's carrying the the stuff and it just, we, we don't hold hands, I feel like, as much anymore. So anyways, it was nice. Um, I am recording this and then I am skedaddling off to a spa appointment with the ladies that are with us on this trip and this mama cannot wait. So this will be my second prenatal massage and I was very skeptical the first time because I didn't know if it was going to be as great as just like a normal massage, but I am here to tell you that they are like you lay on your side. Well, with my experience and then you'll turn over halfway through, but it was very comfortable still while having like applied pressure to where you feel relaxed and like you're actually getting a massage, but you actually don't get that like smushed face feeling from laying on your stomach. So I kind of enjoyed it. So I'll see how today's goes, but I have high hopes. And then I will just be laying at the pool for us for the rest of the day. And then I think we're doing dinner tonight. So that's what I'm up to. I hope y'all are having a great weekend as well. I wanted to record this podcast just talking about this pregnancy. It has been a journey to say the least, but the biggest blessing ever. So I think the older I get, I realize how much of a miracle being pregnant is. Like I know it happens every single day and we have, of course, the population that we have in the world, but it still like does not take away from like how magnificent it is. So not taking anything for granted, um, especially after walking through a miscarriage last October. Um, if you want to hear more on that, I have an episode, but I also have, you know, in this journey found peace through pregnancy, which has been such a blessing and a 
a journey to get here, but now that we are here, I feel like everything has been going really good. Okay, so before we get into it, I know that on my Instagram, my personal one, I shared the gender of this precious baby, but I have not updated my podcast family. So without further ado, we are having, drum roll please, another baby girl. And I am so excited to be completely honest. I never imagined my life of having two daughters. I think because I have just one brother, I pictured like, oh, you grow up, you get married, you have kids, you'll have a daughter and then you'll have a son and that's it. But how exciting is it to be surprised like that or to have your life go in a way that you didn't exactly plan I just think that's so exciting and I'm kind of getting to see that. Oh, she's like moving right now. I think she might, she agrees. But I am so excited for the matching outfits. If y'all want to hear, or I guess stay up to date on like the day-to-day, um, be sure to follow me on Instagram. The link is in the show notes and I would love to connect with any other pregnant mamas, maybe especially mamas that are having their second baby girl. I do have some friends that have just had their second daughter and I am just like over the moon to have like our girl gang continue to grow. So that is that. I'm not going to announce the name yet. I think I'm going to wait until she's born. I've told like our close family and friends um, just because I can't keep the secret to myself, but I think I'm going to wait a little bit longer to um, post it publicly because some things you just want to keep closer to your chest. I don't know. I think, you know, in our world today, we share so much about what is going on in our lives and to keep little secrets like that, like little nuggets um, to yourself is sometimes just like so exciting. So that is the plan for that. But okay, I posted on my story, the Brie Bold podcast stories and asked if anyone had any pregnancy related questions for me. So let's jump into those. The first one I had was, have you had morning sickness? Okay, so I did. With my first um, pregnancy with Camden, my daughter, I had probably the most blissful pregnancy known to man. I did not have morning sickness. I did get sick one time, but I think it was food related because other people were having issues too. But it was so nice. Granted, I also was at that point in real estate, but I was working from home. So my flexible schedule allowed for me to take two hour naps during the day when I wanted and I didn't have a toddler to take care of. So I think this go around, of course, the first trimester exhaustion was so real. Um, And so I dealt with very, very tiredness. Um, I did have nausea like morning, afternoon and night and it was a doozy. I had to make sure I was just like eating crackers or like bagels first thing in the morning. And I think it's such a, I don't even know if I'm using the right word here. It's probably pregnancy brain, but it's such a, is it juxtaposition? I don't know if that's right. Someone tell me if it's right, but of being nauseous. No, I don't want to eat when I'm nauseous, but what makes me feel better to not have an empty stomach? Like 
God, when I get to heaven, I'm going to ask you, like, why does that make sense? Because I feel like you should just be able to not eat and not be nauseous. But anyways, I know that you're creating a human and hormones are going crazy and that's why. But anyways, so yes, I did have morning sickness and it started probably at like week eight, nine, 10 and lasted until week, like it started tailing off at like 13, 14. So right when I got out of my first trimester, second trimester I am in right now, I'll be 24 weeks tomorrow. And I have felt for the most part really good, which is really nice. Um, my energy is back. I find myself being able to like clean the house where before I was just like, I can't do it. I'm in survival mode. I can't do it. So, um, that's been really nice. And let's move on to the next question. Oh, before I forget though, talking of your like pregnancy symptoms, this go around, I had a sweet friend, Caitlin tell me actually when I was pregnant with Camden, she was pregnant with her second or her second child who was a son. And she told me, journal your symptoms because journal what is happening to you every week or every couple weeks. She's like, I wish I could go back and like ask myself through my first pregnancy. Like, did I feel like this? Did I have these headaches? Did I? So that's what I did with this pregnancy. And it's been just really cool to kind of like look back and see like, Oh, I thought that was going to last forever. And now I feel so much better. Um, especially for like any future pregnancies. I am just like really going to um, like to have that journal to look back on. So I did it with Camden a little bit, but I think I stopped at like 20, 26 weeks maybe. So I'm going to try to like make it all the way through this time. So let's move on to the next question. Um, how different has it been being pregnant while having a child versus your first pregnancy? Okay. So I feel like I touched on this a little bit with like just being a little bit more tired, but another thing I want to hit on and some advice I want to give is sometimes I just totally forget I'm pregnant and it's probably just having a busier life with a toddler who has a schedule and 24 seven needs. But that was something that I didn't really think about until I'm here. And my last appointment with my OB, she gave me some really great advice. She said, you probably remember going on your very first airplane ride. You probably remember what the plane smelled like, exactly where you sat in the plane, where you were going, just the whole experience. And, and I, I can, I completely remember it. And she said, okay, now tell me if you remember those exact details about your 10th plane ride or your fifth plane ride. And she's like, you probably don't remember, but that doesn't take away from you getting to the destination and still having an amazing time on your vacation. And so she's using that analogy as like, sometimes you aren't going to remember every single step of your pregnancy journey, but that doesn't take away from when they lay that baby in your arms. So I just have to like keep reminding myself that it's no mom guilt. You know, it's not a bad thing. It's a normal thing to not, you know, be so in tune with your body 24 seven, because after all you do have another tiny human who has some serious needs. I mean, 
I think hopefully other mamas can relate. I tell Matt when he works from home on Tuesdays, I just feel like a, a little maid for my little princess and I just answer her requests all day. Mama, I want milk. Mama, can you make me a bagel? Mama, I'm like, yes ma'am, I got you. And so that's probably the biggest difference is just the needs of a toddler. Um, I am excited that we are have enrolled Camden in a Mother's Day Out program and so she will be starting that soon and I feel like it will just be so great for her to have that stimulation education um, away from me and to you know learn those social skills and how to be in a social setting with um, peers of her own age. So that will be thrown in the mix um, before baby arrives and I am praying for that transition to go smoothly. If you have any tips, let me know because I am walking through uncharted territory at this point. Okay, next question oh, was, do you know the gender of baby number two? So now we do, but I do want to say that um, we did wait until our 20-week anatomy scan to find out the gender, um, and it was just a, really a personal preference, and to do the the blood work and genetic testing, we just decided to forego it. Um, for us, it wasn't gonna change any outcome of anything, and um, not to mention, it was not really covered by insurance and quite expensive. So we were like, you know what? We're gonna love this baby absolutely no matter what. Um, of course, we're praying for a healthy baby, but that wouldn't change anything, so. I don't know if future pregnancies, God willing, if we have them, if we'll wait until the 20 week. I don't know if I could even wait until the baby is born. I don't know. And I don't know if you have waited until your baby is born to find out the gender. Let me know. Let me know how your experience was. I'm such a type A person that I just have to plan. Like as soon as we found out the gender, I went into like planning mode and like picking out what I want for the registry and um, matching outfits for the girls, which I have a really exciting collaboration coming up with Caden Lane baby. And I cannot wait. So to, you know, stay up to date with all of that stuff, just be checking my Instagram. Um, I also will have a discount code coming um, for other mamas to purchase. And I'm pretty sure it's 20% off. So it's pretty good, you guys. Um, but anyways, I think that answers all of the questions that I got thus far. And I wanted to wrap up by talking about a book that I've been reading that's actually like super influential in a way that I didn't really think even existed, to be honest. It's called the it's called First 40 Days, and it talks about your postpartum journey. And it has deep roots into like ancient cultures of all different kinds, Chinese, Indian, and how the community truly used to surround, and I'm sure still do, mothers who have just crossed over into becoming mothers, becoming mothers again, um, bringing life into the world. And how their community surrounds them and takes over the cooking, the cleaning, so that they can really rest. 
And I think that is so profound and needs to be talked about more. Um, I don't think it's a coincidence that today we have so many moms who unfortunately struggle with postpartum depression and anxiety when either they are the breadwinner or they are contributing a significant amount to their lifestyle of their family and then they have a child and then they don't have maternity leave or they don't have paid maternity leave. Um, I don't think it's a coincidence that of course your mind goes into stress mode, which is not how your body heals. So Anyway, if you're interested in something like that, I encourage you to read it. It's called First 40 Days. It has recipes in it that I will be making of snacks, broths, bone broths, um, different teas. And one of the things that I thought in particular was super interesting about your healing process was it talks about being pretty contained, confined for the first 40 days. Um, Personally, for my life and this day and age, I don't think that's something that I could commit to, but I have told Matt that I do want to try to commit to maybe like 20, 21 days of no added movement other than taking care of your newborn and taking care of your toddler. Um, Not going on walks, not even focusing on trying to work out, but just really letting your body heal from the inside out. Um, In the Chinese culture, I'm not, I don't want to butcher the exact name of what they call it. I don't know how, but they were talking about not letting anything cold touch your lips for the first week. So no cold water, no cold food, nothing cold. And they talked about you going from a yin state to a yin state, I might be mixing these up. But the point is that when you're pregnant, you have double the amount of blood circulating throughout your body. Of course, you're growing a tiny human. And so the story like behind it is that you're very warm inside. Everything is very warm. And if you've ever been pregnant, and especially in this Texas summer, you know that is so true. I walk outside and I can't stop sweating. So um, you go from that state to literally within a day or two, your baby is born and your body is no longer circulating that much blood and you switch over to the other state. So you want to keep your internal circulation very warm still um, because you made that that change so quickly. You you know, you had your placenta and your baby and you were growing for nine months and now overnight everything is different. So I, I don't know, take what you will, but I think that it makes sense. Um, and so it just talks about like nourishing your body with like different bone broths that give you energy and really that all of this surrounds um, nutrition and how important it is to feed your body with what it needs to heal. And I think I I am guilty of this with when I had Camden, I tried to get back to doing exactly what I was before. I think it's a pressure from society that, you know, everyone wants you to bounce back and look great and be able to take your kids here and do this. And, 
keep up with the household and that's just not how it needs to be. We need to really soak up those first days and weeks with our newborn and that's what matters. You know, taking care of our family, being well fed. Um, I am going to start meal trains for some of my friends and it's I'm so glad a thing that's going around these days, but, um, and hopefully I'll have one after I have this baby too, because I struggled with that with Camden. I did not feed my body well and I paid the price, so to speak. I feel like I didn't heal well. I don't feel like my pelvic floor took forever to get back to what it used to be. I'm not sure that it ever will, but and I didn't help it, that's for sure. So it's just very interesting. It talks about um, getting ready for having the baby and stocking your pantry and all of this. So anyways, I, I so encourage if you're interested in anything like that to go read it. I got it off Amazon. Um, I'll put the link actually in the show notes so y'all can just click on it and see it there. Okay, and then the last thing I wanted to say is I have started... I keep wanting to say her name, but I'm not going to do it yet, you guys. I'm sorry. I'm just not going to do it. Um, I've started her registry, and I need some advice. If you have two daughters, we all have, we have the basic baby stuff, but is there anything that made your life easier um, having a second child or a second daughter um, that you really enjoyed? Please let me know. I, <laughs> I already have a boba baby wrap and I used it a handful of times with Camden. I think I'll use it even more with this baby, but I am not going to lie. I've had my eye on the Artipope carriers, even though I know they're so expensive. So I would love to have one. If you know of anyone who like sells them secondhand, I would totally take that. But anyways, um, let me know if you like them. I have the, oh gosh, what is it called? I'm totally blanking now. Ergo Baby 360 carrier, but I felt like with Camden, it wasn't the greatest carrier for like a newborn. Like it was good when she got older, but when she was younger, I felt like she just like slipped into it and it wasn't, I don't know, supportive or whatever. But so that's where I am with this pregnancy. I hope y'all got something out of this. Um, or if anything that y'all have some advice for me, cause I will gladly take it. Um, again, like I am so excited to grow our family. It's just such a blessing and I am pumped to have a household full of girls right now. Okay, we are going to end here because mama got to get to her prenatal massage appointment. Um, Also, I know I've posted about a marriage podcast and I got some questions. We unfortunately had to put it on hold because Matt actually got diagnosed with bronchitis, poor thing. And so we have not recorded that yet. Also, that man does not stop. He is go, 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 go. So eventually I'm going to sit him down and we are going to chat. So stay tuned for that. But if you have any questions specifically you want to ask us, feel free to reach out on my personal Instagram, message us on the Rebold podcast Instagram, and we will answer your questions. And if you already submitted them, I have them and I'm keeping them to answer. So I hope you'll have a beautiful, beautiful Saturday that you're spending it with people that you enjoy and that you just spread the love guys. Okay. I will chat with you later. Bye.